This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Today's podcast is brought to you by, well, us, Two Guys in a River. Dave and I have just published a new book on fly fishing called The Fly Fisher's Book of Lists. The best place to find the book is on Amazon.com. With today's podcast, Dave and I celebrate another milestone. This is the 52nd and final episode of Season 2. Dave, we've been doing this for two years. I mean, two years. My hair is gray now. (laughs) Just like it was when we started two years ago. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But I wonder how many podcasts done uh, what we call avocationally. In other words, this is a hobby. This is not our vocation. We have uh, full-time jobs. I wonder how many other podcasts uh, have made it uh, into year two, at least those that are doing it weekly. Well, I'll tell you what. The, the trend tends to be you do one or two podcasts, and then you drop off because it just... It does tend to be a grind, right? Yeah. Not grind in a bad way, but just you got to keep after it. Well, do you remember when we got into this? I I remember thinking, well, maybe this is a crowded space. You know, everybody's doing a podcast. And we would jump on to fly fishing websites, even some uh, brands that people would know. And we'd jump on their podcast and find out, well, they did six episodes and that was it. Or they did 12 episodes and they were done. Right. And and it was great content. It just didn't continue. Yeah. You know, I know we're talking about fly fishing, and uh, this isn't the the podcast to talk about all the technical things, but Dave, I don't know. Would it be interesting to describe to our listeners how we do this? Well, first of all, we could never do this individually without the other person. Exactly. Uh, It's just a ton of work. And, And what's really nice is that with a dyad, when we have two people with two different skill sets, it just really works well. So... Um, for example, you manage all the editorial, you oversee the episodes, the creation of the scripts, uh, organizing all that, just the tracking of all that. And you also write probably eight out of 10 articles that we do. Wouldn't you say that's about yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, I think it is, just because you're too busy doing other things. I've always said, I still think you're a better writer than I am. No, but we, I don't think that's true. We have different skill sets and... Uh, yeah, it's... you know, and the other thing that makes us good is that Steve is really good technically with fly fishing much more than I am. Uh, and so I think that adds another layer of expertise that I simply couldn't bring alone. But that is our genius, isn't it? We're we're not uh, n- neither one of us profess to be experts. No. We're, we're, we're just, you know, middle of the road fly fishers. We're, we're learners. But uh, uh, yeah, we, we don't present ourselves i hope we never do on this podcast to say we're the experts we're we're journalists who love to fly fish you think that's a fair yeah statement? it is absolutely yeah. and our mission is the same basically we want to help you catch more fish yeah and learn to love more the time that you spend on the river yeah, exactly it, that's it and we learn a ton i mean in, in the research and uh i think i'm more aware now when i go into fly shops and ask questions and I, I listen better, and we get some great feedback from listeners. You know, maybe this is a good place just to say thank you to all of you who take time to comment. We we do get some really helpful uh, insights. It's great. We read everyone multiple times, yep. and we try to integrate all that stuff 
into our podcast. Yeah, we do. Um, Dave, how do we, why don't we talk about how we do this? I mean, the, the actual uh, podcast themselves. Like you said, I, I put together the, the first draft of the scripts and send them to you and you fill some things in. Or well, A lot of times, though, you email me ideas and uh, I, I take that and use that to create the script. We kind of collaborate on the, the ideas for you. Yeah. We're probably, we each probably do 50% of the ideas for yeah, the, for the podcast, right. but you yeah. execute creating the scripts and doing some additional research and, and fleshing out so that we can actually do the podcast. So. Yeah. And then when we record them, we typically record four at a time. So today we're in, uh, we're in our studio, which happens to be Dave's office <laughs> in Wheaton, Illinois. And sometimes, uh, you know, once, once in a blue moon, we, Dave comes, uh, drives north to Libertyville and we, we record in my office. So, yeah, yeah, we do four podcasts, and that's uh, it's a lot of fun. We we always uh, uh, eat lunch before or, or in the middle of, of our podcast, and I don't know. I I find it I find it really refreshing. It's just it a is nice, creates a nice lot of change. energy. It really does. Even amid all the busyness and stuff you have to do, it's like okay, no, I've made space for about three or four hours yeah. on a mm-hmm. Friday afternoon once yeah. a month, and we're gonna crank these episodes out and and. It, you know, have lunch, of course. Yep, that's right. And, that's the uh, key. <laughs> exactly. Did we mention that we have lunch? <laughs> well, hey, so. it has been as much fun as year one, and there's a lot to reflect on. So as we reflect on year two of podcasting, here are some of the observations which stand out to us. And you know, maybe something here will be helpful, uh, just a new way of thinking about fly fishing or, or kind of understanding what we do. So, Dave, get us started. I just want to start with a little anecdote. Some of you may remember that I lost both my fly rods on my return trip from Montana last fall. Had a nice brand new Sage and a, I think it was an an older Orvis. And I took them to Montana and for some reason didn't bring them back. Somewhere between Denver and, and Chicago, I lost them. So, and I mentioned this in a podcast and somebody emailed me. Uh, and said, hey, listen, I got this old Orvis. It's a two-piece, uh, older Orvis, kind of a you know middle-of-the-road rod. I'm not using it. Would you be interested in it? And I said, sure, I'd be glad to pay for it. He goes, no, no, I just it's extra. He said, I'll just send it to you. I said, well, let me pay for the shipping at least. No, 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 he said. And I said, that is, was one of the most gracious uh, acts. You know, I wish my wife were that gracious, right? <laughs> she uh, wishes you were that gracious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I, I just, I can't say enough how kind that was. It and, really was. And thoughtful that was. I'm just so, anyway, it made doing this podcast so much fun because it um, feels like you've given back to us. I'm just so grateful for yeah, that. Yeah, we really do appreciate that. Yeah, we, we were touched by that. But on a just on a on a bigger level, um, at two years we're probably at around twenty two hundred subscribers. That it goes up and down, and it, we're basically increasing about a hundred a and month. By subscribers, you're talking about what? So those are people who actually subscribe to the podcast feed. Okay, like so on iTunes. On or... iTunes, most of the all of those probably are are listening to it on 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 a smartphone. Okay. Smartphone, so they're they've downloaded a podcast app. Usually it's podcasts. I think that's the most common app mm-hmm. by far. It's like 80% or 90% of our subscribers uh, have downloaded that app. And so they just subscribe to it. You can research and find it. And they did, and, and so, um, so we have 
2,200 and growing organically mm -hmm. uh, subscribers. And so since we started, though, we've had somewhere, it's right at 70,000 downloads of you our serious? podcast. Yeah, 70,000 wow. downloads. Wow. So those are unique That's, downloads, not yeah. just people who uh, have, have touched it, but actually wow. have downloaded an that's, episode. That's cool. So the other day you were sharing with me kind of a list of maybe the, the five most popular episodes from this year. I thought that was fascinating. What, what were those again? So by far was the one we did on fly fishing etiquette. And, oh. and it's, it's, I was really interested. It's interesting to me that that ended up being the most yeah, popular uh -huh, podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, I don't think we said anything controversial in there or anything. I think no, I, I made that point so. about the dogs don't belong on the water. Oh yeah, that was controversial. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, and by the way, you just got that uh, beautiful uh, what is it, an English Golden Retriever? Yeah, we now have yeah. two dogs. So, yeah, it's not like Dave's not no, a dog. I love guy. dogs. I just I think there's a reason they call them hunting dogs and not fishing <laughs> dogs. But yeah, that's a whole another that's yeah. a whole another <laughs> issue. So the fly fishing etiquette, I thought. It was just interesting. It showed that there's a need. There's probably younger uh, fly fishers out there that don't really understand mm -hmm. some of the the generosity and the not rules, but just how we treat each other while yeah. we're on the river. Mm -hmm. So that was great, and that that was actually very satisfying. Okay, so this, what eleven hundred thirty-five downloads? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Me? Almost wow. twelve hundred downloads. Wow. The second most popular was the one we did. We actually did two episodes. One fine day on the Gardner uh, River, which was out of our uh, trip to Montana last fall. That was actually over a thousand, almost eleven hundred downloads. Wow! And we also did another one, a second one, one fine day on the Gardner day two, because we had fished it two times. So we mm -hmm. told the story of that second day, and that didn't get as many. It got about half, maybe five or six hundred downloads. Yeah, one fine day on the Gardner only goes so far. Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Forget the second fine day. <laughs> it was called engine run on, yes, right? That's right. <laughs> did you really have to do another one yeah, on the Gardner? Really. Oh man! <laughs> so the third was fly fishing with streamers, about a thousand downloads, and then uh -huh. uh, one that we did. The fourth was six reasons you're not catching fish, and then the fifth was the basics of nymphing. And I think mm. actually the one after that was the five mindsets of the successful fly fisher. Okay. So uh, we've done a lot of episodes, and those have been the top were the top five episodes. So uh -huh. if I would package this, I would say streamers and nymphs, and then uh, the etiquette piece. So. Yeah. Wow. I, I think something else that stands out as I think about this year on, on our podcast, and this is related to our fly fishing in general, I think you and I have become a lot more adjustment conscious. What I mean by that is I, I think we, we make changes, we, we try to solve problems a little bit more quickly instead of just standing there you know, throwing the same thing, you know, the, the mile after time. mile. Exactly. Right, exactly. You know, we change patterns, we add weight, we try different streamer stripping tactics more readily. And that, that's been a big adjustment for me. I, I think I realized how uh, I was just, I don't know, stubborn or what, but I, I, I'm like, well, this is what I'm going to use and I'm going to fish this until, you know, something happens, whether it does or not. And it wouldn't. And so I, th that's been a good that's been a good change. It has. I think it has to do with our readers' comments that oh, yeah. that has contributed to that. We've also had some really good guides over the last couple of years. Yeah. Ben mm -hmm. last fall was amazing, mm -hmm. but we've watched the pattern how quickly they change flies or make adjustments, yeah. 
and it makes a difference. It really does. It's made me into a much better fly fisher. Oh, I'd say the same. So yeah, we're uh, we're learning as much, honestly, doing the podcast as uh, you know those who are are listening and, and reading our pieces. Yeah, for sure. And so another one is what a gift good health is. Oh yeah. You know, we've heard from some readers who are going through different um, phases of their life in terms of health. They're not a- able to fly fish. I think there was one who was even going through chemo at one point. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, it was really a moving. Um, post or comment to one of our articles Mm -hmm. and so and I've also watched a lot of my friends slow down so just thinking about some of our last trips right no not you man you're just you're (laughs) picking up steam baby (laughs) yeah Yeah, exactly but you know the importance of that just thinking of our trips into Yellowstone National Park and we're not actually hiking that far but if you're hiking in two three miles man and you're fishing and then you got to come back at dusk Mm -hmm. You need to be in a modicum of shape. You certainly don't need to be oh. in like running, you know, like running right. marathon shape. Yeah. But your legs have to be strong. And some of it is work that you can do to, mm-hmm. to prepare. But some of it's just a gift. Yeah, right? it's really true. I mean, some of it's health is kind of yeah. a gift. Along. I know. It makes you realize we can't take that for granted. You know, every every fly fishing trip is a is a gift. Every day in the river, yeah. you can't take that for granted. No. Anything else, Steve? You know, I I think. For me, how the driftless in southeast Minnesota, especially in southwestern Wisconsin, is better than we thought. And I think it's because we've, uh, we've probably had to practice what we preached. We've, we've learned how to fish it more effectively. And I, I think I realize, man, we, we talk about the driftless, and, and I know other guys do well, but uh, it seems like there was a stretch where, I don't know, I was just frustrated with it, maybe a little bit down on it. And I, I'm... Boy, we, we've had a good year, haven't we? Wow, uh, we really have. You know, both in the, the Blue River, west of Madison, and also over in uh, southeast Minnesota, uh, kind of near Preston. We've had some really good fishing, and we've we finally, finally started catching fish. You know, just this last weekend, uh, my family and I were uh, at Rochester, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Preston, Minnesota is only 35 mm-hmm. miles south of there, yeah. 40 minutes south of there. And so when we went that weekend on the way home, we went to Iowa to pick up this little puppy. Uh-huh. So we drove right through Preston. We drove around. I actually walked into the sweet shop and oh. what, what do we call that? The sweets? Yeah, I think it's the sweet shop and sandwich Sa- yeah, stop. Yeah, right, where we yeah. always go and get lunch. Yep. And so mm-hmm. I went and got some coffee and they oh, recognized nice. me. And I, hey. I was like, man, I'd rather be here as Steve fishing in with my family. But I didn't. Not really. But anyway, so we drove through that area and I thought, man, it, I'd actually enjoy living over there. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, yeah, the driftless kind of stumped me for many years. And I just yep. had to up my mm-hmm. fly fishing game, those small spring creeks mm-hmm. and you know, all the different tactics that we've learned. And, and also, we just have found a couple of creeks that don't get hit that much. And or when they do, there's just there's just lots of runs and there's some really great stretches on the river. So, yeah, the Driftless actually has I've that's become one of my favorite places to fish. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't you say it's been a good reminder how important it is to be patient and persistent? Oh, yeah, so true. Yeah, because I'm not always the most patient fly fisher and. Yeah, I, that, that's been that's been really rewarding. You can try new waters and really have a bad first couple times mm-hmm. out on that water, yeah. and if you not don't go back, you, you're kind of missing out maybe. So there is a yeah. 
persistence is really important, especially when you're looking for, for mm-hmm. new water. And you know what helped us too? Remember the first year that you and I fished Canfield Creek? You'd been out on it in a winter day, like you said, driving down from Rochester. But we went and fished it. The fly shop in town was, uh, well, it said open, but the, the guy was gone. And so we really never got the intel that we needed. This last time it was open, and that, that was so helpful, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, was it was very helpful, helpful. And it wasn't the owner. Uh, they had a shop monkey, a right. young, young mm-hmm. guy who was just very knowledgeable mm-hmm. yeah. and very helpful, and, mm-hmm. and it made a difference. Yep, that was good. Anything else you think of, Dave, this past year of podcasting that stands out to you? Well, just in terms of fly fishing trips, I think we rediscovered fall fly fishing, at least for me. We had not taken a trip to Montana in the fall for quite a few years. And the one that we did prior to that was too early. We took it in September. Yeah, we did. Right in that lull. It was was later in September after most of the hatches had stopped, but really before the browns were active. Dave, that was nine years ago. Can you believe it? Really? Yeah, it was, it was nine, nine years, years ago. ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boy, that's crazy. Was that the? I think I've had my waiters for nine years because that's when I think I purchased. I think it was. Yeah, those you got waiters those, from Dan Bailey's shop. Right. Either that's the year we went out and did a spring trip and a fall trip. Yeah, so yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, which yeah. which one you when you got them, but nine years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Boy, that's amazing. Well, here's the big question. So we've just completed year two. Dave, is this going to be our last podcast? We have a big announcement to make, or (laughs) should we sign up for season three? What do you think? We should ask our listeners whether they want another season. (laughs) Well, before they answer, let's just, let's just say we'll do it. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do another season. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're enjoying this too much. So even if it's just three of you out there, we're our loyal fans. We're going to keep at it. Uh, yeah, we, we really do enjoy it. Like, Like we said before, it's, it's not a it's not our vocation and that makes it challenging in fact honestly the other thing that makes it challenging is we uh, we really don't get any revenue off of this yet we we've just published a book and uh, we've uh, you know we hope to recoup some of our costs we've actually put some money into it and we do that because we enjoy it and we hope it's helpful to to other folks so yeah, we're going to do season three. Yep, we'll see where season yeah. three takes I us. I know, here we go. I'm actually it's, looking uh, to the fly fishing trip so we have more stories to tell. Oh, I know. Man, I, I think by the end of season three, Dave, we're going to be so big. We're going to be on uh, <laughs> a network. You know, Fox <laughs> is going to do a reality TV show. <laughs> well, I just ran into a friend this morning outside my office, and he said, Hey, I've been listening to your podcast. You guys are doing a great job, blah, blah, blah. He said, You know, when you post those pictures on Instagram, he said, are, are, are you actually in Montana at that time? Because I'm always so envious. I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> we just took like 100 pictures yeah, in the fall, and we're exactly. kind of dripping them in every week over That's time. It. <laughs> yep, we pace ourselves. Yeah, so Very anyway. true. Well, it's time for great stuff from our listeners. Our friend Duane, a veteran fly fisher in Oregon, shared this comment in response to our podcast on our favorite two-fly combinations. And this is what Duane said. I like two combos, adult and a merger, same size and color as dynamite during a hatch. Big and tiny is excellent with large weighted stonefly nymphs and trailed by a number 16 or 18 beadhead hare's ear. For hard fished waters, this can't be beat. Wow, that's great. I'm going to remember that. Yeah, that really is. 
And I think we've done a little bit of that intuitively, but that's a good reminder. Uh, I like the kind of like that grid with those combos. You can use an adult uh, pattern and then the emerger pattern. Uh, you can use uh, a fly that's uh, you know, different size, different color. Uh, yeah, you got a, a large one, a, a small one. Uh, and I like that idea too with a, a large weighted stonefly nymph and then, then use that uh, smaller hare's ear or, or you know, beadhead hare's ear. You, you could do, uh, uh, I suppose, even a prince nymph. But yeah, that hare's ear is a great pattern. Yeah, it's so buggy looking. Yeah, it really is. Well, that's going to do it for uh, today and for season two. As you reflect on your last year of fly fishing, what stands out? Please go to twoguysinariver.com and comment on this podcast link. What have you learned or experienced or felt in the past year of fly fishing? We'd really be interested to know. You can find Two Guys in a River on most all of the social platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Stitcher. And of course, you can visit our website, twoguysinariver.com. We do publish a new episode and one new article each week on our website. In fact, we now have not only 102, 104 podcast episodes, we have 104 articles on the site. So there's so much great content on the site. So Sweet. be sure and go to the site and, and dig through it and find some stuff that you think is going to be helpful. And we'd love for you to purchase our book on Amazon.com, The Fly Fisher's Book of Lists. Father's Day is coming up, and it's a great idea for a gift. Yes, it is. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing.